This is the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. Make yourself comfortable and fasten your seatbelt. Tom and his guests are about to share powerful stories, trade business building insights, and have a few laughs. Tom created this podcast to help you captivate prospects and inspire them to act so you can get more clients quickly and easily. That's what powerful storytelling is all about. That's what this podcast is all about. So let's get this party started. Here's your host, Tom Ruich. Hello and welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. My name is Tom Ruich and today's episode is called How to Turn Past Experiences into Career and Business Building Narratives. My guest today is Annie Margarita Yang. Annie is a money-saving guru with over a million YouTube views, and she's also the best-selling author of The Five-Day Job Search and 1001 Ways to Save Money. Annie guides millennials and Gen Zers to navigate financial hurdles and land well-paying jobs, but this episode is not just for millennials and Gen Zers. Annie's story is relevant and revealing for anyone who wants to stand out in a crowded market. Annie Margarita Yang, welcome to the Story Power Marketing Show. Tom, thank you so much for having me today. I'm really excited to share some insightful wisdom with your audience. Awesome. On Story awesome. Power well, that's marketing. why we have you here to share insightful wisdom. And let's start with your story, and then we'll talk about how you develop that story and how. Uh, people can learn from how you put it together. Yeah, so I am an Asian American born and raised here in the United States. My parents are working class immigrants from China. And you would think because of this background, of course, I had straight A's all throughout K to 12. And <laughs> I'd be on track to going to Harvard or something like that. But I didn't go straight to college uh -huh. because we're poor. We can't afford the student loans. I didn't want student loans. It's not smart. Um, so I ended up working a whole string of minimum wage jobs after high school. After I did, I did eventually get a degree in communications, but coming out, I was working at Domino's Pizza. So it's not that golden ticket that everyone was pressuring me to believe when I finally did get that degree. And um, after the Domino's job, though, my husband and I, we moved to Boston because my husband's doing a PhD here. And I said, you know what? This is a new life for me here. Nobody knows me. I can form a totally new identity. I can tell a new story about my life and I can go after the things I want. I shouldn't care what people think, right? Mm -hmm. Because I cared a lot about the fact like, oh, I'm working at Domino's. People must be judging me. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? I don't care. I'm going to start applying for accounting jobs without an accounting degree because I lived on minimum wage for such a long time. I'm so good at budgeting our household finances. Like even on minimum, minimum wage, we managed to save up $6,000 without any parental help. We lived on our own, saved our money. And I said, if I'm this good at managing money, I should be able to help a business with their cash flow. You know, I, I shouldn't need an accounting degree for this. So I applied to 50 accounting jobs a day. And then by the end of that week, I got an offer. 
Now that didn't work out because the manager was a bit toxic. But two months、uh-huh. later, I'm on another search. I was just on the train of work on Indeed on my phone. I'm just hitting the apply button, and then by the end of the day, I get a request for an interview. I was like, wow, okay. And then that job search, I got an offer in six days. One year later,、um, I was like, okay, I want to buy a house. This job isn't paying me enough to qualify for a mortgage, so I got to get another job that will pay me enough. And I started applying for jobs again, and I got the job in only five days.、Mm-hmm. What's surprising is a recruiter reached out to me in those five days and said, "You're not qualified." You know, I I've recruited in the accounting industry for ten years, and I've seen resumes like yours. Nobody wants to hire you.、Um, like you don't have an accounting degree, and without that formal qualification, you. Miss Annie Yang will never make more than fifty-five thousand dollars a year.、Yeah. Maybe if you're lucky, you can make sixty thousand dollars a year. And then I was like, "Well, we'll just see about that." <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hire you except for the two people who had hired you. Right. I said to him, "You know what's more important than this degree? It is my work ethic. I will outwork everyone in the office, and、mm-hmm. employers know this, and they will love that. You know, that is far more important than my qualifications." And so on the fifth day, I got an offer for 80k, and I went back to the recruiter and I said, "Well, I can't make more than 55,000. I don't know about <laughs> that, buddy." <laughs> and he said, "I take my words back. You're not you're not the same as everyone else. You're different." I was like, "Okay, thanks." So that's my story. <laughs> yeah, and and tell us about some of the lessons learned. And and I infer, having gotten to know you a little bit, that you know you're not blowing smoke. Um, and lying to these employers, you're you're putting yourself out there as is. You're sharing your story. You're doing this honestly and ethically. But what are the key takeaways that you that that you pulled from that experience that you now are using when you teach others how to go find a job, how to build their personal brand? What do you mean, like from the experience of? That like recruiter, or what? What do I share in the from your own、themselves? experience? I mean, you you stepped into this cold. You you know you you had been working minimum、uh, wage jobs. You didn't have a degree in accounting. You had somebody who was a supposed expert in this field saying to you, "You're not qualified. You're not going to get hired." And yet you did get hired. So what? What is it that you did that can become a formula for others who are looking to elevate themselves and their personal brand? Yeah, there's a few formulas going on here. One of them, I got really good at public speaking. So when、mm-hmm. I was 20 years old, I came across an article from Warren Buffett that said the number one skill that you can invest in yourself that will multiply your income is public speaking. And then I also read that like public speaking is the number one fear of adults. Number two is Death, fear of death.、Mm-hmm. So people are more scared to give the eulogy than to be in the casket. So、yeah. I was like, okay, <laughs> I'll give public speaking a shot. You know, I have nothing to lose. So I joined a Toastmasters group, and every week I gave, a, I either gave a speech or I participated in the meeting in some way. Meaning, you know, I got picked on to just randomly go up to the front and answer a question for two minutes.、Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter what I say, but I have to do it in front of people for two minutes. I got used to that, like thinking on my feet of an answer. Um, or I, I'd be the one asking the questions, or I'd be the one keeping track of how many people said um ah,、uh, you know. <laughs> and then I I got more conscious of the times that I said um and ah.、Uh. So I really, you know, picked up and polished up my speaking. That was number one. So I can now go into any interview, a podcast interview, a job interview, a sales meeting with a client, 
and I'm not scripting anything. Everything is off the cuff and I can do it with more confidence, with better body language, better tone of voice, everything. Because communication is only 10% what you say. 90% is the body language and the tone of your voice. Mm -hmm. The other thing I did well was I wrote a book. I went to this workshop that said, <laughs> you can write a book and nobody has to buy it. And he revealed that in the industry of like writing books, only like 2% of books sell beyond 2000 copies. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter like if you write a book and no one's ever heard of it. The point is you write a book and you're able to call yourself an author and you position yourself as an author and people think like, okay, if you're an author, you must be an expert at what you do. Mm -hmm. So I was like, people really think like that? I mean, I guess so. So even yeah. if it's a self-published book, just the mere fact of calling yourself an author is like, wow. You know, um, even if like they don't think of you as an expert, at the very least, they say you had enough discipline to sit down and write a book without anyone pushing you. That's the difference right. between writing a book and going to college because in college, a professor lays out the syllabus for you, says your homework this week is blah, blah, blah. And then, you know, it's all written out for you. You got to read these pages in your book and stuff like that. But with writing a book, who is there to hold you accountable and push you and like to set the outline and then make sure you write, I don't know, 500 words a day? Nobody. You have to have discipline to do that, even if it's a self-published book or traditionally published. So I use those two things. One, my ability to do speaking in an interview, right, with confidence. And two, on the resume, right below the education line of the resume, I wrote author of 1001 Ways to Save Money. And mm -hmm. that is what got me into the interviews. They were like, wow, we're so impressed. You wrote a book. Is this legit? Is this a real book? And then I was like, can you define what real book means? And they're like, well, is, is this a book <laughs> right. I can buy on Amazon? And then I was like, well, if that's a definition of what a real book means, yeah, you can buy this book on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, you know, you're talking about this in the context of job hunting, but this is also for somebody who's well-established as a coach, a consultant, any a professional service provider, these two tips become better and more and more confident and competent at public speaking and build your authority by writing a book. Those are relevant, whether you're searching for a job or you've hung your shingle and you're well established in what you do. Really important tips. Yeah. And there, I have some more to share, especially for authors, because then I did eventually sell 2000 copies, you know, I was actually reading the, so back in 2020, when I bought my own place, I got a mortgage through guaranteed rate. And so mm -hmm. guaranteed rate kept sending me marketing emails and they're mm -hmm. like, oh, join this workshop. And we have like three best-selling, you know, authors speaking at this workshop. And then I was like, who are these people? I've never heard of their names. They're best-selling authors. Like, why are they not famous enough that I know their names, mm -hmm. right? And then, so I was like, this, this isn't right. Let me like look them up on Google and find them on Amazon. And then I was like, wait a minute. They only have like 20 reviews on their book. How, they, how can they call themselves best-selling authors? I, on the other hand, I have 180 reviews on my book. I actually did eventually sell 2,000 copies of my book. Like I'm legit, you know, like I actually reached a 2% that sold 2,000 copies through my YouTube channel because I, I built up a following. And then I'm like, these people who have no following and have less reviews on Amazon than me, why are they best-selling authors? And then I discovered the secret is Amazon has 16,000 categories in the book section. And if you place your book into one, you know, a really small, obscure 
category, then you can rank in the top 100 of that obscure category and call yourself a best-selling author. And then I was like, well, where do I rank? And then I checked the, the ranking. I was like, wait a minute. I'm like right up there with Dave Ramsey, you know, <laughs> like <laughs> right. in the in the personal money management category. I was right there in the same list with him. I was like, I'm a best-selling author without realizing it. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Really valuable tip to yeah. to place your book into a less traffic category or at least a, a, a less competitive category, I guess would be the way to say it, so that you have that opportunity to stand out in that category. That's a that's a principle very similar to SEO, that if you're, you know, an accountant and you want to stand out as an accountant, you don't want to optimize your website just for the keyword accountant, because you're going to compete with thousands, millions of people out there who are going for that keyword. But if you use what they call the long tail keyword, you know, uh, accountant in, you know, industry for industry X in location Y, all of a sudden, not that many people are searching, but when they search, you rise to the top. You're applying a similar principle to yes. how you can get found on Amazon. Definitely. This is yeah. all about, um, I would say, taking that and then positioning yourself. <laughs> because after I discovered that, I was like, now I can suddenly just say not just author, but best-selling author. Mm -hmm. And, you know, there's a this is a pro tip. I actually discovered this from someone else that I interviewed on a podcast with. Because I went on his site. I, I had researched a host and I noticed that at the top of his site, it said featured on Fox, featured on NBC, ABC. And then I was like, well, I've never heard of this guy either, but he has mm -hmm. these locals on his site. So what's his secret? So after I finished interviewing with him, I was like, before we go, can I just pick your brain for a moment? How do you get those logos on your site? And then he's like, well, it's about building authority and credibility. And this is about like anyone can do this. You go on a site, it's called brandfeatured.com. Mm -hmm. And you literally like pay, I don't know, 200 to $300 for a press release. Mm -hmm. You write up the press release yourself. You can actually use ChatGPT to help you write the press release. Just ask ChatGPT, help me write a press release. What information do you need? And then it'll write it up for you after you shove that information back in. And then, yeah. um, so you, you buy the service, you pay 200, 300 bucks. And then these press releases show up, they get syndicated on CBS, ABC, um, NBC, Fox on their sites into the like the paid press release section. And then it clearly says at the top paid and sponsored. But technically, yeah, it did show up on Fox, right? So yep. now you can add those logos to your site and you can add that to your bio. Yep. And, so those, this, and, this, yeah, and that can help with search engine optimization. Also, you're, yes, you're linking back to your site from other sites that have authority and that people are finding with different keyword searches. So it works. Yes. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent tip. So tell us how you, how your business evolved from applying these principles to help yourself get those jobs to helping others do the same. Well, this is actually something new. I only started doing this. I, I had written the book, right? This book was a 12 month project. It released in August and it's only now in the last three months since August that I was like, okay, now I'm going to start helping people with it. So it's actually mm -hmm. fairly new. Um, I'm trying out all the things that I have told you guys about, <laughs> and then I'm just implementing on other people who want to get a job quickly, you know, so mm -hmm. it's evolving, but, um, 
like some people they come to me and they're just like i just want a job i'm like okay you know i can just help you with your resume and your linkedin profile and brand it better some people come to me and they're like i want to be a mute um was it a magician and i was like well that's not a job that's something like you got to actually brand yourself to be you know your own business even if you are a magician or a musician, some sort of artist, you are your own business. Taylor Swift mm -hmm. is a business. You know, Michael Jackson is a business, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it's not like working for someone else. Um, so you have to position yourself just like the ways that I have mentioned. So I help people with that as well. Um, yeah, but and, and most of it is I'm actually, I'm not trying to help people one-on-one -on -one because it doesn't make sense. It's not scalable. I cannot mm -hmm. charge per hour. People are going to be like, what? 500 bucks an hour. I can't afford that. I, I get it. You know, so what I'm really doing is I'm trying to sell the book. Mm -hmm. yeah. I see. Yeah. So you're you're and, and, and tell us the title of that book. You've, you've written two books and I shared them both in the intro. But tell us the titles of the books and which book you're referring to when you say you're trying to sell that book. So the first book I wrote is 1001 Ways to Save Money. That's already sold right. 2000 copies. The one that I wrote now is called The Five Day Job Search. This is yep. the one that I'm focused on promoting. I'm already booked on 110 shows to promote. Wow. This. Yeah. Yeah. 110 podcasts. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. You're, you're well, number 66. <laughs> fantastic. Fantastic. So, so there's, there are lessons in that. Why don't you share with, with people? How have you gotten booked? on 110 podcasts. Yeah, my mindset is to go big or go home because <laughs> people focus so much on rejection, but I don't care who says no to me. I only care about who says yes. I apply the same mindset to applying for jobs. That's why I applied to 50 a day. You know, yep. you only need one job after however many you applied. So I don't care who says no. I could have 500 people say no to me. As long as one person gave me the job, I'm, I'm really happy, right? Yep. Uh, so my thinking was, okay, if I reach out to 5,000 podcasts, then I can get on 500 shows because 10% might say yes. I don't know the exact conversion rate when I was thinking that. So I was like, 10% sounds like a good conversion rate, right? Mm -hmm. um, but then I actually, I, I reached out to 515 and I got booked on 110. So my conversion rate is closer to 25 to 30%. That's pretty awesome. That's pretty <laughs> awesome. One thing I noticed when you applied to be on this show, when you reached out, filled out a form as part of our process, we ask you to fill out a form is that you didn't just cut and paste some standard, here's here's the Annie Yang story. You actually made suggestions that were specific to the name and the topic and, and, and what we do on this podcast. So you're applying for lots and lots and lots of podcasts, but uh, correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe, maybe you just uh, sort of hit the jackpot by cutting and pasting, but I don't think so. I think that what you sent me was based on you reviewing uh, what this podcast is, you noted that you research podcast hosts. Um, and, and so this is not just a set it and forget it process for you. And I think there's an important lesson in that. Actually, there is a secret behind what I did. I actually didn't even read anything about your show. Uh -huh. I'll, I'll spill the beans here because okay. you were probably curious as well. So what I did was I hired a virtual assistant. I yep. pay her like minimum wage, you know, and uh -huh. I said, you're going to help me reach out to 500 and I'm just going to get on these shows. So I actually yep. didn't do any of the outreach. I didn't message you. She did. But yep. what I did was I made a template that she can shove into ChatGPT. So uh -huh. I wrote this template like, dear, enter name here. My name's Annie Margarita Yang. And then I put my bio 
And then yeah. I said, and here are three topics that we could talk about on your show. Insert topic A here, insert topic B here, insert topic C here. And then um, hope to get on your show soon. Love Annie, right? And then yeah. for those ins insert blah, blah, blah here, um, I at the bottom of the template, what I did was I said, ChatGPT, take this template and then take what I'm about to give you below and cater this message to this host. Here's all the information about this host. And then yep. I copied and pasted from top down all the information from your pod match, meaning the name of your show, your name as the host, your about the show, and yep. all the reviews other people wrote about your show just from top down below yep. that prompt. And then my assistant followed this template and then whatever came out, she just copied and pasted that message into the pitch that you got. Yeah, and that's and that's a great way to do it. And it and it worked because the topics and the ideas that you proposed to me were relevant to my audience and did connect. And the conversation that we're having as a result is tailored more for my audience than it would have been had we I, I wouldn't have had you on the show if not for the topic suggestions that you made that made it clear that no, this isn't just about job hunting for millennials and Gen and Gen Zers. This is relevant for brand building, personal branding, uh, getting recognized, standing out in your niche and your market. And that applies to to any level, uh, any generation. So I, I think that's a great tip, valuable time-saving tip that allows you, and you've used this term already, allows you to scale. So you're very clear about the fact that if you're going to pursue things uh, and and make your business grow and accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish, you have to be strategic about how you're going to scale your business and scale the uh, activities that you're that you're implementing. I think that's a great story and a great example of how you do that. Yeah, I, I mean, I really got to thank AI. AI has changed everything. Yeah. 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 Um, so um, how do people find you? How do people reach out and, and uh, learn more about you and learn more about the book? You guys can find me and reach out to me by going to AnnieYangFinancial.com. Annie Yang is spelled A-N-N-I-E-Y-A-N-G Financial.com. And for a limited time only, I have a special offer for your audience so they can get the five day job search book, a signed copy of it if they buy it directly through my site. So add the book to the shopping cart and upon checkout, use the coupon code STORYPOWER, S-T-O-R-Y-P-O-W-E-R, -E all one word, and get a 10% off discount. Nice, nice. Well, Annie, any parting thoughts before we call it a day? Well, I just want to say, you know, I never thought I could build credibility and authority in uh, whatever I'm doing. And it's possible, you know, if you just follow the right formula, follow the right system, you can do it as well. I always thought this was something only someone who was special or very mm -hmm. talented, influential could do, but you can literally start from nothing and build something amazing. Yeah. Awesome. Annie, and thank you so much. Great insights, great tips. Congratulations on building your business, establishing authority, being recognized as a best-selling author and someone who has appeared on all these uh, these media websites. Thank you again. Really value everything that you shared. And I really value all of you who are watching, who are listening, who are tuned into the Story Power Marketing Show. If you liked 
what you heard or what you saw, please go to Apple or Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcast and click that five star. Share the fact that you love this episode so that that gift can be shared with others. Others can discover Annie, discover the Story Power Marketing Show. And for more on how to transform your content from boring to brilliant, from client pro, or excuse me, prospect repelling to client attracting, go to storypowermarketing.com, free resources, sign up for the email list, and you will discover how to transform your content to stand out in your niche. So Annie Yang, thank you again. And everyone will see you down the road. Thank you, Tom. Thanks for listening to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich. If you liked what you heard today, visit storypowermarketing.com slash resources, where you can sign up for Tom's entertaining, informative, must-read emails, download free business building resources, and discover other opportunities to help you harness the power of storytelling. That's storypowermarketing.com slash resources to help you captivate prospects, inspire them to act, and grow your business with greater ease and joy. Also, please remember to subscribe to the Story Power Marketing Show with Tom Ruich and review it on iTunes or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Sometimes I find